It's not always easy to find the positive. You might even need to search for happiness. Sometimes, just a little inspiration can make the difference. Here, it comes from unexpected places. Welcome to the Tangential Inspiration Podcast. Hi, I'm Teresa. And I'm Amy. We are two ordinary moms looking for inspiration wherever we can find it. So, Amy, what was your highlight last week? Well, remember back in episode 17, I talked about Caleb Smith, who wrote the book Peace Bunny Island, which I ordered. I haven't gotten all the way through yet, but yes. Yeah, well, he's that young man who discovered all those unwanted bunnies on Craigslist right after Easter <sighs> and wanted to do something about it. Which I've seen him on Instagram and those bunnies. Oh, oh my so, gosh. Oh my gosh. Really it's cute. It's sad that they're just on Instagram because you do want to pick them up and cuddle with them. Yeah, they're very cute. Anyways, we're going to interview him tomorrow. Super exciting. <laughs> I know. I know. That's, that, so that's cool. definitely a highlight. That's a definitely highlight. Definitely a highlight. And we'll have a special episode with Caleb's interview. I'm so excited. I know. It'll come out real soon. And just in time, we dropped our masks. So I know. That's a, that's a super big highlight. You might be hearing us a little better now. <laughs> <laughs> All vaccinated and good to go. Also, on our website, tangentialinspiration.com, or Instagram, you can find us on there. We're doing a drawing for the month of May. If you send us a note or email us or reach out in any way, shape, or form, we're entering you in a drawing to win The Hill We Climb by Amanda Gorman, and that'll be the end of May. I was coming home after dropping off my youngest one, Ellie, last week after school. And I was stopped behind a school bus, and I saw this beautiful... Isn't that so weird that those know, are back in the school buses, traffic yeah. again? Yeah. yeah. I saw this beautiful exchange between a mom and a son. The boy just got on the school bus and looked out the window, and the mom was doing the sign language for I love you. Aww. It touched It touched my heart, and it made me think of this nonprofit, Keepsake T-shirt Quilts and Blankets in Columbus, Ohio. They create these quilts made out of t-shirts, and each quilt buyer has the option to support the deaf community with that universal sign, I love you, Mm. embroidered Mm -hmm. on the quilt. The owner, Meredith Crane, founded this nonprofit in 1998 after she witnessed firsthand discrimination of her two children while looking for jobs while they're in high school. Reminds me of the coffee shop. Yeah. Both her children were born deaf. Meredith went along on job interviews with her children. She was shocked at the reactions of potential employers. Her daughter, Jessie, went into a restaurant, and the manager said to her, what can you possibly do for us? Aww. You know, and then her son, Jim, who was a deaf Olympic hockey team, applied at a local ice skating rink, and the manager said, well, what would you do if someone fell down on the ice? Very ignorant. Very ignorant. I'm sure there are things they can do, and oh, there are other senses. For sure. Jesse now flips homes in D.C., and her son Jim finished law school and is now an executive director of the USA Deaf Sports Federation. So, you know. So he's going to help change things. Right, exactly. So Meredith decided to weave their story into her nonprofits. Over the years, they have created 10,000-plus quilts and employed 115 <gasps> I deaf. I can't even make one quilt. <laughs> I know, employees. They use the American Sign Language as their primary form of communication, creating mm. an open environment where everyone on their team can communicate directly with each other. And it makes for a very positive uh, I was workplace. chatting with some coworkers that were saying that everyone should learn to sign just because it helps with spelling, right? understanding things more, you know, for hearing. The goal is to provide meaningful employment to a group that unfortunately experiences high rate of unemployment. They rely on donations to maintain the equipment, markets the sales of quilts, and train employees. 
is a great graduation mm-hmm. gift using like high school, college t-shirts. My sister's actually making one for my son, Riley. Aww. Fortunately, I have someone in my family that can sew. Otherwise, I would be sending uh, his like Boy Scout t-shirts their way. Damn, I should have saved all that stuff. I know. And it's also a great way to show your support of the deaf community. Yeah. I love this nonprofit. They have many options. So check, check them out. We'll post them on our website, tangentialinspiration.com. Good find. It'll be no surprise to anyone who knows me that I would want to talk about pink. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Some might even wonder why it took me so long to finally talk about my girl crush, which is funny because my son, my oldest, just yeah. last night asked me about my crushes, my like celebrity crushes. And I was like, well, definitely Owen Wilson mocked yeah. me completely. Yeah. Chris Evans and apparently Pink, who I'm going to cover. <laughs> Do you want to guess her crushes? Yeah. Who? Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Which I get. Yeah, I yeah. I get because a lot of ladies do. The other one is kind of like my son's response to Owen Wilson with my crush. And that, Michael Keaton. Oh, I'm surprised. I know. Pink. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. That's a fun fact. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted you for Mom's Month because even though I've admired Pink forever for right. other reasons, I've only admired her more as she's become a, a mom and yeah. watched her through that. Her music takes my kids back <laughs> to their childhood. And when they tell me stories about it, that, you know, they'd be in the backseat of the car as we're headed to the gym for a class, and they clearly Aww. remember me censoring songs. And, you know, I'd, I'd make right. noises or I'd turn it down. And it only made them more curious with what the bad word was that yeah. I was covering up. But anyway, my oldest recently described my fashion sense as being edgy before Pink made it cool. <laughs> That's a Which, compliment. I know. That's nice. I he only thought he was teasing. Yeah. You know, he was telling me that I mean he thought it was truthful, but he was teasing me about it. But I completely took it as a major compliment. Oh, Pink for is sure. confident, talented, and comfortable in her own skin. Yeah, these aren't the main reasons I love her. I so admire that she's a sensitive mother doing what she can to raise kind kids. Aww. Yeah. I've seen, you know, I've watched now so many interviews where they're saying that she doesn't want to raise monsters. I saw her a few years ago in concert. Oh, fun. I've never seen was, her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I bet she'd by be good. Far, by far, the best concert I've ever been to. And I've been to Madonna and Green Day, both artists that yeah. I love. And they both, both bands offer amazing performances, but just not quite as good as Pink. Right. right. So many levels of amazing. The Green Day concert, too. He, I loved it. They brought a local kiddo up on the stage had him playing guitar with them they gave them a guitar one of their green day guitars and so you know great concerts but still not as good as pink wow yeah that says a lot it does during the show her daughter came out like roller skating willow her daughter willow came out roller skating and she did have her noise canceling headphones on so it just impressed me that this woman appears to do it all yeah like she if she wanted to she could have left her kids at home had the best care for them had great experiences for them at home but instead she wanted to include them in her crazy world and she just seems to be making it happen yeah that's awesome and i've always admired pink for who she is She's not going to allow anyone to label her, and I wish more of us were like that. I was reading that she learned that actually from her dad. Oh, okay. He um, was an insurance salesman and a Vietnam veteran, which I knew he was a Vietnam veteran, but um, I didn't realize he was a salesman until I kind of went over this. He told her to, quote, always tell the truth, always shoot from the hip. You might not have many friends, but you'll never have enemies. Oh, and I think that's yeah. just pretty solid. That's good advice. Solid advice. 
I also... But you got to be brave. Because, yeah, very you know. much so. <laughs> well, and I guess her dad, she said that he was Mr. Cause, oh. as in for a cause. He did letter writing, and he went to marches, and he just was trying to make the world a better place. So oh, yeah. I can see good family here. Right. More of us need to live by her dad's mantra. Stop with the people pleasing and just be more of your true, authentic self. And people might like you. People might not, and you just got to be okay with that. And I'm still working on that. I never really fit in with the other soccer moms. You know, all my boys played soccer, and I was always doing my own thing. And I could totally, at this time, I, I could totally relate to Pink not feeling like she fit in. Early on in her career, they tried to use her and compete with, like, the time it was Christina Aguilera um, and okay, Britney Spears yeah. were very popular. And she just, she wanted to do her own thing. She wanted to skateboard. She wanted to be a Tom, right. you know, just, she wanted to be who she is. She yeah. didn't want to be put in this cookie cutter or a mold. And she refused to conform in order to sell records. And I think that's the first thing that drew me to her. Right, that and, strength. Yeah, absolutely. That'll... To be who she is. Yeah. And proud of herself. A couple years ago, I watched an interview with her on that Reese Witherspoon oh, show. I still have not seen that. Shine thought, on. You have yeah. to go look on. It's like on YouTube or something okay. now because it's been a few years. And I hope they do another season. But I just, I love, I like Reese Witherspoon. And she does just a really laid back interviews oh, with cool. these people. But yeah. Pink, it showed us a softer side. You got to see your kids. Yeah. Pink isn't all edge. And she, it definitely has not been an easy road for her to get to where she is. She's right. had to scratch and yeah, far away. It's hard to think about that because she's so she, successful. Oh, she's everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Her parents had marital problems early on. Pink was just a toddler when they started. And by the time she was 10, her parents had divorced. Aww. Her song, Family Portrait, is heart-wrenching. There's a description of the whole experience. And like I was starting to talk about earlier, Carrie Hart was also raised by a single father. His parents were separated. And so neither Pink nor her husband had healthy examples of what a marriage looked like. So they're both, you know, paving their own trail with, with marriage. But I feel that it's only made Pink shine more. She's doing marriage on her own terms. Yeah. Definitely in charge. For a while, it looked like it wasn't going to work out at all. They separated, and it looked like they were going to get a divorce around the time with that song, So What? Oh, Don't know okay. if, I'm sure yeah. you've heard it, because yeah. I know I played it in class a ton. But they got back together, and Pink has been a huge proponent of counseling, journaling. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And just... Because, I mean, we all need help. To get help. <laughs> exactly. And I don't think people give her enough credit in this area. But anyway, she wasn't big into school either. Okay. She dropped out. I really didn't oh, wow. know this until I, did not I went know into that. this. When she was 15. Wow, young. So yeah. she worked a number of jobs as she was trying to make it as a performer. She started performing at like 14 okay. in nightclubs. And I read that she wrote her first song at 14. She had a number wow. of different bands. Yeah. That obviously all were disbanded. But she was performing in nightclubs but worked a number of odd jobs like the drive through window at McDonald's. Wendy's, Pizza Hut. Wow. This one I can kind of picture. A gas station. I totally can see pink working in a gas station back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I bet she had some fun hair. I'm sure she did. Yeah. And I'm sure she had some attitude, too, if people talk back to her. But she's clearly always been a very hard worker, which is another thing I admire. Unfortunately, at the same time, she was also experimenting with drugs and alcohol. And at 15, she had an overdose, which that song just like a pill okay um thankfully she survived but she had a close friend that that fortunately did not pink did go back and get her ged 
And she's just incredibly smart and articulate. So it's been a reminder for me that sometimes a formal education isn't necessarily the path for everyone. Right. It's so true. Which has been, I'm still working on that. So it's good for me to see, have, you know, have examples like Pink that I think she's wicked smart. She's just crazy smart, but didn't do it the traditional way. She also went and learned about making wine. Oh. Yes. There you go. I love (laughs) this. She always wanted to be a rock star, I guess, and a winemaker. Those are a good combinations. <laughs> it's like my daughter wanted to be a dentist and a tattoo artist. So hey, working with when her she hands, was like though. she was two or something. I think that's awesome. I looked into purchasing a bottle. It's it's called Two Wolves. Oh, unfortunately, I think everything is completely sold out, oh, okay. which says a lot. Is it something she's done recently, or she's done for um, a while? She's got like it's pretty recent. Oh, okay, I, cool. Um, they have a twenty-five acre organic vineyard. That she actually talks about going out there and like her favorite oh, thing wow. is pruning, which okay. I thought was really interesting. Yeah. So yeah, she has a winery. It's organic. I just love that she's very hands-on. She yeah. went to, she was, she had an interview where she must have left concerts, ran back to her computer to learn what she could about winemaking because she was taking classes oh, on wow. it and she yeah. had tests and whatnot. So this, she, she took it serious. Very, yes. She took it very seriously. So, and I'm sucker for celebrity wines anytime I see, no matter if it's the type of wine I like. Yeah, you'll try it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, there's a waiting list already for just to be a member for her oh, collection. So, wow. I'll definitely. They also have merchandise, which I did love this. Oh, 10% fun. of the proceeds of the merchandise goes to WWF, the World Wildlife Federation, and oh, cool. it goes to protecting wolves. Oh. Oh, that's nice. I like the whole tie-in. I know. Me too. Everything on the website with the Two Wolves Winery is from Alicia Moore, which is, it's, you know, another hat. It's actually her name. Oh, okay. So it's kind of her, you know, another creative outlet for her. But I just think it's very sweet. I most admire Pink for the mother that she is. I remember watching, you've probably seen this, the 2017 VMA speech that was Clearly spoken. Aww, I mean, it was yeah. meant for everyone, right. but it was for her daughter. Aww. So I'm just going to read it here. I didn't want to say anything. So she, in, in going, kind of setting this up, her daughter had mentioned that she was ugly. Aww. And she was like, first she wanted to go beat up some six-year-olds. Yeah, she was of like, course. Why would Mama Bear. Call? Yeah, exactly. Why would And pink Mama Bear at that. And she was like, why would anybody call you ugly? And she's like, well, I, I look like a, a boy with long hair. People are so, kids can be so mean. Instead of going and beating up the six-year-olds, she made a PowerPoint presentation for her, which <gasps> I think is awesome. Oh, that's which, darling, um, yeah. And in her presentation were androgynous rock stars and artists that live their truth. This is what she said to Willow. Are probably made fun of every day of their lives and carry on. They wave their flags and inspire the rest of us. And these are artists like Michael Jackson and David Bowie and Freddie Mercury and Annie Lennox and Prince and Janis Joplin and George Michael, Elton John. So many artists. Her eyes glazed over. Willow's eyes glazed over. But then I said, I really want to know why you feel this way about yourself. And she said, well, I look like a boy. And I said, well, what do you think I look like? And she said, well, you look beautiful. And I was like, well, thanks. But when people make fun of me, that's what they use. They say I look like a boy or I'm too masculine or I have too many opinions. My body is too strong. And I said to her, do you see me growing my hair? She said, no, mama. I said, do you see me changing my body? No, mama. Do you see me changing the way I present myself to the world? 
No, Mama. Do you see me selling out arenas all over the world? (laughs) I know. Yes, Mama. Okay, so baby girl, this is the best part. We don't change. We take the gravel and the shell and we make a pearl. And we help other people to change so they can see more kinds of beauty. I can't believe I read that without crying. I love that. I know. So I just think it's a powerful reminder to just be you. Find out who you are and go be it. Everyone knows that Pink's a rock star. Well, now they know she's a winemaker. Yeah. But not as many people are familiar with all the humanitarian work she does. Besides donating money to numerous charities, she's lent her star power to promote a number of movements, most notably as an ambassador for UNICEF. Oh, cool. UNICEF is the United Nations Children's Fund, which works in 190 countries to save and improve children's lives. They do this through providing health care and immunizations, helping establish clean water and sanitation, establishing nutrition programs, providing educational opportunities and emergency relief. Pink became a UNICEF ambassador in 2015 and uses her voice to promote programs to help children worldwide. That's awesome. Do you remember? Maybe is it, do you ever? Did you ever do the um, Halloween? Those the collecting the coins. coins. Yes, I haven't seen yes, those. I, I haven't mean, seen those either. Just, maybe, maybe that came into my mind. I'm sorry. Well, and it might yeah. be. You know, maybe that's COVID. Yeah, but well, even before that, I don't remember yeah, seeing don't it. We'll, we'll need to look into that. We'll have to look into Audrey Hepburn yeah. and UNICEF again. But according to Pink, she said, "As a mom myself, it's devastating to know that children are suffering because they don't have adequate nutrition." All children should be able to grow up strong and healthy with the opportunity to reach their full potential. As a UNICEF ambassador, I want to use my platform to help end global malnutrition, which is why I'm so excited about UNICEF Kid Power, which gets kids and families involved in saving children's lives. So the Kid Power program provides activities that engage children in helping others and learning about different communities around the world. As they earn points, parents and business partners send funds to UNICEF to help the program. Sort of like pledging money to a charity based on the number of laps run, but instead by engaging and helping others or learning about other cultures, oh, which cool. I think I've is never brilliant. Heard, I've never heard that about that program. That's I awesome. I think more places need to do that. So Pink's been an advocate for Hunger Relief for Children here in the United States as well, championing No Kid Hungry, which encourages companies to get involved in raising funds or creating programs to combat hunger. Everything from organizing bake sales to getting companies to open up their restaurants for fundraisers, which is rubbed off on young Willow. Oh, how old <laughs> is Willow? Is she's She's nine. Okay. Um, I watched a video with them just recently. It was during COVID. And one of their fans asked Willow what her mom's favorite things were. And Willow said snuggles. Oh, cute. And sourdough. (laughs) Which I guess she makes, you know, like sourdough every day. And she really does love to cuddle. Which once again. Oh, I love it. Who would have known? But Young Willow fundraises among not only with Pink's staffers, but other people do. She's trying to save sloths. Oh. And I guess she wants to do a lizard sanctuary, too. Are they too, but or who knows? Yeah. I, I know there are yeah. some, yeah. I don't yeah. know enough. But if you want, you probably can look it up because yeah. for $5, she was selling her, like, her report. Oh, Her report okay. on sloths. So she Sweet. sold that for $5, and then she offered a autograph for a dollar for people that which I think is adorable. It's really cute. But she's saved two sloths named Aretha and Beyonce, which <laughs> kind of is fun. Pretty, pretty cute too. Pink also has been a vocal advocate for PETA, participating in their I'd Rather Go Naked Than Wear Fur campaign, which encourages people to stop wearing fur as fashion. 
She's been a spokesperson for a human rights campaign, which advocates equal treatment for the LGBTQ community. She works with Autism Speaks, promoting support for people on the spectrum and their families, as well as educating others to help autistic people of all ages to gain acceptance. Autism Speaks also raises funds for more research into autism, as well as coming up with better ways to help people with a spectrum disorder. Pink has made major donations, including $50,000 to purchase iPads for people with autism, as these pads may help the severely autistic communicate more effectively. That's really cool. She just, yeah, yeah, it just never ends. The the more you uncover, the more you find that she's kind of quietly done. She's That's the best kind. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, this part hasn't been quite so quiet because I know some of the things on social media, she hasn't been that quiet, but her brother was bullied as a kid. Like, like it was very hard for her to watch. So I think she's pretty vocal about it. Yeah. Pink's used her massive social media following to highlight many of the causes and reaches out to fans to lend them support. With almost 32 million Twitter followers, she has a pretty big voice, not to mention an outreach that she has done at concerts and celebrity events. In 2019, Pink won the People's Choice Award for the People's Champion for her continued support and work with so many charitable causes. Which is so awesome. I yeah. was watching an interview. So when when we went to her concert, somebody drove up from like some place almost to the California border. So oh, we're talking okay. a day trip up right. here just to go to the Pink concert. Yeah. She saw it on her feed and she came out and she was like, I'm coming. And this was a little old lady too. She also Aww. mentioned that she was like a grandma. So she's like, I'm coming for you. And she did like her acrobat thing out to the lady and just made her wow. night. I'm sure. I saw another interview, so that was one that we saw, but I saw an interview where she was in the makeup chair getting yeah. ready, and she was going through her Twitter feed trying to get pumped up for a concert, and she saw that a boy with Down syndrome was going to be in the special needs area. Um, he was there with his mom, and he also had beat cancer. Wow. So he had both of those going for him. Yeah. And she was like, I, I think I want to say his name is Caleb. I'm not sure, but she was you know, yelling, I'm coming for you. I th- actually, Aww. I think it was Calvin. I'm coming for you, Calvin. And she went out and spun out, and, and the mom was pointing and, and just, oh my gosh, yeah. change, I'm sure just life-changing oh, for, for him sure. that he would be recognized by Pink. Yeah, yeah. Once again, she just amazes me. But in Pink's acceptance speech for that People's Choice Award for the People's Champion, she praised climate change activist That's Greta awesome. Thunberg, who Amy covered back in episode 17, and female education activist Malala Yousafzai. Oh, yeah. Who we haven't done yet, but I'm sure we will be doing it. She's on our list. Yes. Um, And also Rosa Parks, who we touched on in our first episode. But awesome. She said, You feel like you don't matter? Feel like your life doesn't matter? Get involved. You can't tell me Martin Luther King Jr., Rosa Parks, Nelson Mandela, Gloria Steinem, Anita Hill, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Malala Yousafzai, Greta Thunberg. Tell me one person can't make a difference. All, so I, I just We talk about like all said, the time. It's just, just one. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love it. She went on to say, there's so much to be done. I don't care about your politics. I care about your kids. I care about decency and humanity and kindness, which I know oh, I yeah. just, when she said that, I probably quoted it way too many times to my boys. They probably got sick of it. But she continued to say, kindness today is an act of rebellion. There are people who don't have what you have. Help them get it. There's a planet that needs help. It feels good to help. So true. It's so true. And as I've said several times here, Pink speaks her truth. And sometimes she can be a bit crass. But you can't argue against her sentiment. 
stop fighting each other and help each other. Get together with your friends and change the, I had to censor it. Right, right, right. Um, like I would have back in the car world. And I can't, I just can't express how much I love Pink. She is the embodiment of feminine strength. I mean, not only is she beautiful and physically strong, the acrobats she does, like right, just, yeah. just the stuff in her concert, is amazing. She's a super strong physically person, but also just all all facets. I've got three boys, but if I had girls, I would certainly hold Pink up as a role model. I know she's had some rough edges, a bit of a bit of a body mouth. <laughs> And may not be the most ladylike person, but those are all just cosmetic. Right. She's a role model for her daughter. She exhibits, well, I think for her son, too. Yeah. I love that she's letting him do what he wants to do. I think he wants to be an astronaut and a baker. I mean, just two very, you know, out there things that they don't go together, but she's just supporting him in whatever he wants to do. Right. She exhibits strength and confidence and her kids literally get to see their mom fly around sold out stadiums like a superhero yeah. while belting out some rock anthem. I believe her. Yeah. That she doesn't lip sync and the That's stuff awesome. she does yeah. is just amazing. I, I watched that interview with Oprah I was telling you about oh, that yeah. where she did her uh, the Grammy performance where she was doing beautiful trauma and up above twirling with everybody and she was going over what she was feeling. She's like Right there, I was hoping that they could see how toned my arm, you know, something about her arms, or right there, I was hoping yeah. I wasn't going to fall. Or I, right. She just was so real. Right, to the And how it she's only feeling. made me love her more. Yeah. But she's just a crazy strong person. If you haven't been to a pink concert, you really should watch one. It's an incredible and an inspiring experience. She's about being okay being yourself. Yeah. Which I think we need more of that. She's who she is and finds beauty in everyone. She might not agree with everyone, but she she looks for the good. Picks about standing up for yourself and speaking your truth. She's all about girl power and believing in yourself. She's not about letting others set limits for you. Right. Thinks about spreading kindness and getting involved to improve the world. I sing my life. It's like I'm having group therapy 350 days a year, and the people who come to the show get that, and they're there for that, whether it's to be lifted up or to be lifted out or just entertained, or inspired, or to feel not so alone. I am I mean, I'm totally inspired to find my inner pink. I just, yeah. I like I said, love her. But tomorrow, Friday, May 21st, there is an argument in our house because 21 Pilots is also streaming a oh, concert. But I, so we'll probably be in, in separate dueling. rooms. Yeah. I'll be in this room with the documentary about Pink's beautiful trauma tour with its debut on Amazon Prime Video. It's called All I Know So Far, and it's directed by Michael Gracie, who also directed The Greatest Showman. They're, oh, they're, wow. Um, like, Willow did a song with Pink on The Greatest Showman. They loved that show. I guess it used to be oh. Willow's favorite movie. That's a great movie. It is very good. But if Pink's putting your name on something, you know it's going to be it's great. It kind of just yeah. the, the brief trailer things I've seen, it reminds me a lot of Madonna's uh, Truth or Dare. Okay. But with a more family-friendly spin because her kids are all part of her her concert life. So there's, like I said, a conflict at our house. So there will be a dilemma going on, but I know which room I'll be in. I'll have to check that out. Beautiful has never been my goal. Joy is my goal. To feel healthy and strong and powerful and useful and engaged and intelligent and in love. It's about joy. So anyone who knows me not only knows that I love paying the band, <laughs> um, 
knows there are lots of things that lots of things that I say I love and I do love so many things but when people um, give me gifts there are two areas that pop up most often you can probably guess <laughs> Star Wars and Wonder Woman I have Wonder Woman t-shirts, notebooks, coffee mugs, and even today I'm using my Wonder Woman wine glass. <laughs> I grew up watching Linda Carter sometimes because oh, I, yeah. I don't know that my mom really approved of that show, but I did right. get to watch it sometimes in the 70s. Too. And I've always loved the whole idea of Wonder Woman, obviously. Yeah. And then I love Gal Gadot as the new Wonder Woman. And I mentioned in episode 27 that Gal Gadot is producing and starring in that movie about Irina Sendler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up mm-hmm. post-COVID. That good. Yeah, amazing woman in her own right. But my happy find for this week, I happened to stumble across Gal Gadot's latest project for National Geographic. So this short-form documentary is called National Geographic Presents Impact. Okay. I thought it was just Impact when I sent it to you. But um, these are six short documentaries. And when I say short, they're like 15 minutes. So you can get through them really fast. But they're making a big impact, I feel like, in my life and in the community. Four of the six episodes have dropped so far, and two more will be available by May 31st. Now, I say Gal Gadot is part of this project. After you watch them, you'll see, you know, she's maybe in two sentences. I mean, she okay. just opens up and kind of right. tells a brief part of the story, but she's lending her face and her name and, and using her platform to promote the series. And she's not so much involved in the storytelling. Instead, that goes back to the women in the stories that are making the difference. I'm not sure whether more seasons of this series will be on National Geographic's YouTube channel, but for this season, I wanted to just briefly list out the stories. The first story is about Cameron, an African-American figure skating coach in Detroit that's bringing figure skating to people of color who are largely unrepresented in that sport. And I didn't really even think about that until I watched this, but makes total sense. She's helping girls of color learn to figure skate as a means of giving them confidence, athleticism, and pride in what they do on and off the ice. She's the one that I mentioned. She wants to be like, didn't say domino effect, but she wants to like ignite a fire to maybe teach these girls and have them teach other girls and have, and just have it spread. Right. So I I just, I, yeah. The second story is about Kelsey, who uses surfing as a way to help heal victims of human trafficking, domestic violence, sexual assault, and other trauma, including grief and loss of a loved one. She lost her twin sister to COVID. I and, did see that one. Yeah. It was really well, I So I asked my son to yep. watch it. This was my special Mother's Day <laughs> present and to watch a couple with me. And obviously I was crying. Yeah. I, I was I like, was why would you one. want, yeah, why would you want to watch something that you know you're going to cry? But it's a good cry because she's doing, she's helped so many. Yeah, I won't tell yeah, the story. that's a great one. Anyway, she wants to use her sport. She's, you know, head surf with her sister. She wants to use it to help others in their therapy. The third story is about Ariana, a 19-year-old Puerto Rican girl who's brought clean water. Ooh. So another water story for you. Yeah. Uh, to 12,500 people in Puerto Rico. After the 2017 hurricane, over 150,000 Puerto Ricans lost access to clean water. She and her team developed a solar-powered filtering system that can make almost any water drinkable. Wow. And are deploying it for free to people in Puerto Rico. Whole story. Tennessee, the fourth story covers Kayla, who's helping homeless, transgendered women of color by building homes for them, as there's tremendous discrimination, as you would expect, against these women and finding places to live. Kayla and her team are building 20 homes throughout Memphis to provide places for these women to live. Episode 5, which hasn't aired yet, is about Chief Sherelle, the first female leader of a Native American tribe in Louisiana. Oh, 
I know. I think it sounds very interesting. Despite having lived on the same land for hundreds of years, her tribe is facing having to move as storms have destroyed their ancestral home. Forced to be climate refugees, which we've talked, talked about. about yeah. Yeah. She's leading her tribe into a new home and a new future. Episode 6 also hasn't aired, but like I said, all these episodes will be available on May 31st. This is the story of Tuani who's a 23-year-old ballet dancer. She started a dance company for young girls in one of the most dangerous neighborhoods of Rio de Janeiro. By keeping kids off the street, she's keeping them safe, out of trouble, and giving them a brighter future. Like I said, there's yeah. all these are all short. These young women are making a huge difference in their communities. I found these stories to just be so inspiring, even if they made me cry. Yeah. And amazing. Everybody, I really feel like everybody should watch these, but particularly if you have teenage daughters, this would be something awesome to sit down and watch with your girls. I made my boys, but I found <laughs> this series so easily digestible because the episodes don't take long to watch at all and super encouraging. Yeah. So short time, but it definitely is going to make a difference. Those who bring sunshine to the lives of others cannot keep it from themselves. James Matthew Berry. Thanks for listening to Tangential Inspiration. We really want to hear from you. Email us your comments or story suggestions at tangentialinspiration at gmail.com or leave a comment on our website, tangentialinspiration.com. Our website has all our podcast episodes, show notes, stories, follow-ups, and links to websites and books we talk about. Like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, and you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a great week.